So before I get into the talk of how Donald Trump helps the Saudis and they help him, let me just throw out a couple of rusted culture nuggets here, folks. What kind of situation do you think we'd have right now with Russia if Donald Trump was still president? I mean, my God, we'd probably be willing to, we'd be sending troops to Russia to help them take Ukraine or something like that. I don't know. It, it's crazy. But just just let your mind run with that. If Donald Trump was president, what kind of situation would we have right now? What sort of dialogue would there be between Putin and and the United States right now if Donald Trump was president. But the one thing I want to throw out as far as a rusted culture nugget goes, folks, Mike Lindell plans to drop 10,000 my pillows via little parachutes. Yeah, you heard me right. Little parachutes to Ottawa protesters. And then you've got this little nugget, folks. So this is Lauren Boebert. She was on Fox News, and it's scary to me. It's, it's just scary to me that we've got midterms coming up and we could have a country that's run by people like Lauren Boebert. And she had no clue that she was able to attend the State of the Union that's coming up with Joe Biden because her interpretation of it was that only 25 people from each side, Republican and Democrat, were going to be present at the State of the Union. So you won't even see her face there. I mean, it's... It's just a, it's a joke. I, I mean, is this a joke? I don't, I don't know. L- listen to this. Have a listen. House. And in fact, Jesse, you won't be seeing my face uh, with or without a mask in the People's House because only 25 members of each body of Congress are allowed to join the State of, um, uh, of really? the Union. Uh, yes. So this is a joint address of Congress and only 25 members from each body will be able to attend. I'm just curious. Like I said, folks, it's endless. It's endless. But with Donald Trump, getting back to the main thing I wanted to talk about, folks, it's always about I help you and you help me with Donald Trump. That's how it works. That's how it's always worked with Donald Trump. There's hardly a time where Donald Trump helps someone without getting some sort of benefit himself, folks. Take this, for example. So NPR reported back in November 7th of 2019, the judge says Trump must pay $2 million over misuse of foundation funds. A New York judge has ruled that President Trump must pay $2 million in damages to settle claims that the Trump Foundation misused funds. The money will go to a group of charities, and the foundation is still in the process of dissolving. It goes back to a televised fundraiser for veterans held by Trump in Iowa when he was running for president in January of 2016. Trump said the funds raised would be distributed to charities, but according to court documents, the Trump Foundation improperly used $2.82 million of that money. That's just one example, folks. Now, have a look at this one. This is another one. Remember this one? This is going back to February 27th of 2019, and it's coming from Vox. It says, Trump used charitable funds in a fake bidder to buy a portrait of himself. Here's how the art market makes that possible. They go on to talk about this. The use of a straw bidder uh, is what Trump used, evidently, to buy a $60,000 portrait of himself with charitable funds. And you can't do that, Donald Trump. I mean, so it's all of this stuff where, you know, you think that he's helping somebody, but not really, not really. And it's it's so transparent. And the main story here, folks, is Trump properties, according to the Washington Post here, Trump properties and talks to host lucrative Saudi golf events. It says former president's courses at Doral and Bedminster could strike a deal with a new league backed by the Saudi kingdom. Big surprise 
which stands accused of the murder of Jamal Khashoggi and other human rights abuses. And folks, as we know, this is something that we saw unfold, and this is the story just coming full circle, right? I help you, you help me. So it says, former President Donald Trump's company is angling to host events at his golf courses for the controversial Saudi Golf League, according to three people familiar with the matter, potentially handing Trump a lucrative business partnership with an oppressive regime he defended as president. Remember this, as President Trump frequently defended the Saudi government, even as it committed a wide range of human rights abuses, including the 2018 murder of Washington Post contributing columnist Jamal Khashoggi, who they basically cut up with a bone saw and the imprisonment and execution of gay citizens. I mean, this is the real deal. Saudi Arabia is, I mean, it looks all nice and glittery and all of this jazz, you know, fun place to go. Trump went there and he got all this sort of pomp and circumstance when he showed up there. But the real story is quite different from that. And the, the article goes on to say that on whether the crown prince knew about or ordered the killing by Saudi agents in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, Trump said in the statement, maybe he did or maybe he didn't. Trump was also quoted as saying, I saved his ass, Trump said of Saudi Mohammed during an interview with Washington Post associate editor Bob Woodward for his 2020 book, Rage. I was able to get Congress to leave him alone. I was able to get them to stop. So... Folks, here's the deal with Doral and some of these places that Trump operates. They're, they're in trouble, if not having a hell of a lot of trouble. I mean, it goes from bad to worse, and partly the epidemic here, the COVID is to blame for that for sure. But they've also got some, some issues with revenue, I think, that, that go deeper than that. The article says that from 2015 to 2017, the club's revenue fell from $92 million to $75 million. That's an 18% drop, according to company financial documents and Trump's disclosure government forms. Operating income, which is the amount left over after expenses were paid, fell even faster, prompting Trump's own tax consultant to tell Miami-Dade County officials in 2018 that the course had been severely underperforming competing clubs. I mean, so... He's underperforming clubs in the area. So that goes beyond COVID. I mean, there's something else going on here. It's There's some sort of brand issue. I don't know exactly what it is, but he's underperforming competing clubs. And it goes on to say that revenue suffered an additional 40% drop in 2020 when pandemic travel restrictions were in the place for most of the year, as we know. So... What's going on here, folks, is that the Saudi tour has not announced any sites or dates for its events. But in a recent sports podcast interview, PGA Tour player Kramer Hickok said 17 PGA players had committed to the tour already. And he said he expected about 10 to 14 of the events to be in the United States. He could not be reached for comment, evidently. So this is a situation, folks, where it just, normal people don't work like this. You know, you go to work, you do your thing. If you're a doctor or you're a lawyer or what have you, you teacher, you, you go to work and you do your thing. This whole environment where someone like Donald Trump operates in an I help you, you help me sort of thing, it's, it's, it's his way of doing business. He doesn't see anything wrong with that. And this is just all the money coming back from Saudi Arabia. He's calling in all of this goodwill, and he's probably going to reap substantial benefits from it. 